Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Dr. Psych Mom Show. Today, we are going to be talking about why guys are so turned off by anxiety. Uh, This is one of the things that, as I've mentioned, is a reason that I've seen men initiate divorce and be very unhappy in their marriages. It's not just because they're not getting laid. Um, We just talked in the uh, prior podcast about how there's many things that Um, can make men not want sex in addition to the um, low T and depression sort of ones. There's also being very unhappy in your marriage. And this, like with women, can also make men not, you know, want to have sex because they just can't get turned on when they are that unhappy. So uh, before we get to that, I want to tell you about my most recent um, subscriber episode was the binge eating and drinking one. Uh, This one today was going to be subscriber, but instead I'll save that to the next one because this builds off of a free one. So why not keep it free? Um, I may build off of this uh, other aspects of it because I've gotten such a positive response of guys who feel understood that, you know, there are these other things. In fact, maybe I'll make um, why your husband doesn't want to have sex if you tell him constantly that you don't like him. I mean, there there's an idea for one. But anyway, right now we are sticking to this. So subscribe if you haven't. And now we will dive into this one. Um, guys really hate anxiety for a couple of reasons. If they have kids on a practical level, if you're very anxious as a woman, they feel that the children are being constricted. And this is really big deal for guys because most men really value their independence and their freedom. And they think that engaging in the world in a limited way is 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 frustrating, wasteful, and, um, you know, it's just not, not what they want for their children to only have certain ways that they are allowed to engage in the, in the world. Certainly certain things are not developmentally appropriate, but for example, uh, many more women are comfortable saying to a kid, okay, we can go to the playground, but you can't climb on that, you can only climb on this, than men. Men feel like that's like a little microcosm of just feeling overly constricted and constricted strained and trapped in the world in general. And men really value this kind of independence and free will, uh, you know, for their kids because they tend to have that as a really big value themselves. So when the wife is extremely anxious about safety or about health or about what anything like that, they tend to limit the things that they allow the child to do. And the man identifies with these children and feels constricted and constrained on their behalf, possibly even more than the children do themselves because the children grow up, you know, it's like a fish in water. They don't know that the mother's very anxious until they're older, you know, but 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 the man sees it and identifies with the child and thinks, boy, I would want to be able to, let's say, go to my friend's house to play. Um, so this, my child must be feeling constrained that they can't do it. Usually kid doesn't start to feel constrained until they're a little bit older, but the man is over-identifying in that way, and that's not bad, you know, to identify with your children. You just got to kind of watch, you know, if you're over-identifying and projecting in a way that isn't real, you know. But anyway, so this constriction and lack of freedom and lack of ability to self-determine is a major thing that makes men upset when they're dealing with a woman who is anxious. Um, And this is 
it's usually a really big value that men have as a dad to be able to introduce the kid to new things. Um, People talk about dads being very protective, but what I've seen is that, yeah, maybe they're protective in, in certain circumstances, but overall, I see the mothers as much more protective and the fathers as much more of trying to introduce the kid to new activities and new sorts of um you know, not only activities, but even ways of thinking about the world, new ideas, all sorts of things. The guys usually view their role as a dad, somebody who is introducing the child to like the full array of possibilities that the world has to offer. And that is really antithetical with feeling constricted by a spouse's anxiety. So that's, that's, that's just one of the reasons. That's a reason that has to do with children. What is another one? Well, obviously, the man himself will be constricted by the woman's anxiety and not be able to do certain things. So a big one that I see is financial, right? So the man wants to make an investment, but the woman is too risk-averse and doesn't want him to invest. Or he wants to take a new job, or he wants to go out working for himself, or something like that, and she doesn't want him to. And um, because she gets too anxious and she's extremely averse to anything potentially bad happening and she sees bad things happening everywhere, Um, you know, like in her mind. And that's what anxiety is, is this idea that something bad is always going to happen. So then he feels that he is constricted because he can't, you know, change his career or he can't invest in a way that he thinks will pay off big or or in a more, much more um, practical sense, she doesn't allow him to do certain sports or certain ways of engaging in the world, you know, that she finds to be dangerous or that might could potentially be, could hurt him or he could, you know, if he goes hiking in the wrong place, he could get lost or it could be dangerous or he could get hurt or whatever. Um, so this obviously goes toward the the same idea of a lack of agency and a lack of ability to self-determine your path. And when men feel very restricted by their wives in this way, this can make them feel angry and thwarted. And now what does this all lead to? Both of these um, relate to the next one, which is that men tend to feel like the woman is acting like their mommy. And nobody wants to fuck their mommy. You know, no matter what Freud says, like you don't usually want to. And which is positive. And uh, but in this case, it is negative because there are plenty of women who are anxious but still want to have sex. And as I said in my other podcast, the man doesn't want to have sex because he doesn't want to have sex with somebody who is in his mind infantilizing him and telling him he can't do this, but he can't do this and he can't do this, but he can't do this. And that is uh, that micromanaging and that kind of control. It's always perceived by the man as control is going to be a big turnoff. And when the control comes out of anxiety, it doesn't mean that it's less controlling. Uh, The woman may not see it as controlling. She may think that it is um, all reasonable. But if she's somebody who suffers with anxiety, then it really usually comes off as controlling and controlling and constricting in a very similar way as it does to a child who feels that the mother is always setting various rules and there's too many rules and they can't do anything. So this whole parent-child dynamic is um, is evident when the woman is anxious and the man is not. You can frequently see this. Another reason that men don't like when the wife is anxious is that they feel like this is... Um, 
cutting them off from not so there's all different kinds of anxiety so it doesn't only have to cut them off from opportunities to uh you know do things or spend money but there's also social anxiety so that's a very big one so they feel like they're never really allowed to socialize or to have friends or to go do anything like that because the woman doesn't really like to engage with people or she's anxious about their friends and about who they hang out with and about the influence of the friends and and um, she herself doesn't like to socialize. So the man can start to feel very lonely. So living with an anxious spouse can make you feel pretty lonely because you could only talk about certain things, you could only do certain things, and you could only see certain people. So this starts to feel like why, like the marriage is a trap versus something, um, versus a relationship that's adding value and opening you up. You know, both men and women, especially in this day and age, want to feel like their relationship is um, is opening doors. It's leading to more self-actualization and more expansion of who they are as a person, giving them more opportunities to think and do and live and feel than they would have on their own. When you're partnered with somebody with anxiety... Or, of course, I have another podcast on obsessive-compulsive personality. This is rigidity taken to the extreme. When you're partnered with a person who is rigid in their thinking, a hallmark of anxiety or of uh, OCPD, um, then you feel that the relationship, in fact, restricts you and constrains you in various ways that if you were single, yeah, you might have more stuff to deal with because you wouldn't have a partner, but you would also be able to live freely. You wouldn't feel like you're in prison. And this is a big reason that men don't like to be married to anxious women is that over time, they start to feel like they are imprisoned in some way. And especially if, if the woman does not know or admit that she has anxiety, which is something that I uh, just just wrote about is not is when people don't know how anxious they are. Um so when you are partnered with somebody with anxiety, another thing is that they themselves can act very childlike. So this is the parent-child dynamic, but it's in an inverted way. So like if the woman is too scared, let's say to, I don't know, to... Um, to look at the finances because it makes her too anxious to look at finances, then the man will have to do all the financial management, right? If she's too scared to have somebody in in the home to fix things, well, then he's got to fix things. If she, you, you know, like it's, if, if she's too scared to tackle certain things and he, he doesn't have a partner in those arenas. And there are a lot of men who feel like this about various things. The woman just says, I can't deal with X and X is like some large facet of life. Now, what else can anxiety contribute to? Obviously, or maybe not obviously, but it can contribute to sexual problems. Because again, this is rigidity and not going outside your comfort zone and being really anxious about being about change and fearing novelty and thinking that, you know, various acts are sometimes even dangerous, you know, like um, to to explore in certain ways could be both emotionally and physically unsafe or 
difficult or or uncomfortable because people who are very anxious and rigid really really fear discomfort of any sort so this is another thing you know is that anxiety can contribute to this closed mindedness because I mean let's just use any example like oral sex like the woman could literally feel like if she um like uh, I've heard literally people say that is it even healthy like to swallow you know like this is like people who are anxious can kind of make anything up as, as a problem, you know, because anything will go into their mind as like, oh, my God, I don't know. Is that it, it, should that be done? Or he wants to tie me up. But like, what if he died like in that Stephen King book, you know, and then I was here tied up <laughs> or like whatever, you know. Oh, if I, if I took a selfie of him, what if like, you know, uh, spies got his phone and it was on the Internet? You know, if I took a nude picture and sent it to him, et cetera, et cetera, the anxiety can know no bounds and frequently a manifestation is in the sex life as well. And of course, another way that the anxiety is manifested in the sex life is not just that the person won't do things because they're scared of doing them, but that they're so anxious and so stressed out and so tense that they don't want to have sex to begin with. And uh, by the end of the night, the anxiety has been with them all day and they wake up so, so they don't want to do it at night. And then when they wake up in the morning, it's after a whole night of jaw, you know, teeth grinding and jaw clenching and, and ruminations and possibly nightmares and then they don't want to do it in the morning and in the afternoon they got to be hypervigilant about the children so I mean it really leaves zero time ever so that's the way that if you're anxious it's going to manifest in the sex life and the romantic life in that you just do not have opportunities for relaxation and um, if you never relax and women need to be relaxed in order to have sex so uh, these are some of the ways that anxiety hurts uh, relationships. And some women will say, this is always what they say, but I wouldn't be so anxious if he helped out more. Girl, it's, it's, not, it's not true. Like one, like one person doesn't cause another person's anxiety. Like if he, like, so, so if he started drinking all the time and he said that it was, wasn't, it's because you don't have sex with him. Is he right? Is his substance abuse disorder, you know, due to that you won't have sex with him? No. Could you potentially fuck him enough that he wouldn't drink? Maybe. <laughs> I mean, like, who, who knows? I mean, could he be like a prince among men and take away every single thing that you could possibly worry about? I mean, I don't know. Odds are low. I never heard of anything such happening like that. But I mean, we, we try, try not to blame our issues on our partner is kind of like a key thing that I teach. And if you struggle with anxiety to the extent that I've said that you're always worrying about the kids and their safety and their health and uh, what precedent you're setting as a parent and whether the kids are going to hate you and then on top of it, how you're doing at work and how you're doing with this and how you're doing with friends and who likes you and who doesn't like you and are you fat or are you not fat or are you uh, pretty or not or all of these things, if it hits to a point where you're constantly worrying, where you're stressed, where your back hurts all the time, where you're so tense, where your stomach hurts, where you have trouble eating because you're so anxious about everything, you have trouble sleeping, this is not because your husband is lazy. You know, you don't like him because he's lazy. <laughs> like this, You're anxious because you're anxious. And if I asked if your mother's anxious, she's probably anxious. If your father's anxious, maybe, more likely your mother, you know, women 
women model after what they see in the mother more, but you, there's a genetic component to it. You could go back to the anxiety podcast. But these are the reasons that, and oh, and then of course, when the woman says to the man, after she's been vibrating like a tuning fork all day from anxiety, well, the only reason I'm anxious is because you don't do more shit. And he's just done a whole bunch of shit. Well, he's not going to believe you, you know? So that's when we kind of lose credibility. It, it's just like telling a guy, I'm depressed because you're an asshole. You're not depressed because he's an asshole. You don't suffer from depression because he's an asshole. Unless you are trapped with no way out in an abusive marriage where um, horrible things are happening every single day, then possibly situational depression, even then, depression is depression. It can, it can manifest quicker due to a situational stressor but there is no person who has an inc- like a, a a predisposition to depression because of the spouse that was ingrained in your DNA and if your husband being a dick didn't cause it something else would have because it was there ready to be mobilized when a stressor happened this is how mental issues work so the same as I don't let any guy blame their wife for why they drink or for why they scream or for why they have anger issues or even or for why they're passive or anything, you cannot blame a husband for why you're anxious. You're anxious because you're anxious. Does he make it better? I'm sure he doesn't. But he is not the the reason. So the other way that anxiety, that men are so triggered by their wives' anxiety is they get blamed a lot because anxiety is one of these things that women, like, um, like, 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 as opposed to other disorders, like let's say that you struggle with an eating disorder. Unless your husband's following you around saying how disgusting and overweight you are, which is highly unlikely um, th- that he would do that and that you would still be here listening to my podcast, but hopefully you would get out of that. That would be a terribly abusive situation. But unless he was doing that, you would never say, my husband is the reason I have an eating disorder. But anxiety is something that women do not necessarily realize they have, which is why I made my podcast about it. So therefore, they find it, they don't identify as having clinical levels of generalized anxiety disorder. Instead, they say, I'm just stressed out. And the reason I'm stressed out is because he won't help me. So men associate the woman's anxiety with also getting blamed for everything all the time. Whereas if she had eating issues, let's say, or depression, even or uh, any other disorder, ADHD or, or anything, you know, schizophrenia, anything, then she wouldn't necessarily blame him the way that women with anxiety blame the husband. And men with addiction issues tend to sometimes blame the wife in the same kind of way because you don't like to think of it. You say, yeah, of course I drink too much sometimes because she's a bitch. That's why. No, it's of course not silly. That doesn't make any sense, you know. And it's the same thing. You don't suffer from anxiety because your husband is lazy. Like he, he may not be helping the problem, but the problem exists with him without him. So anyhow... Um, these are some reasons why anxiety is real difficult on a marriage, why men really are bothered by wives' anxiety. And honestly, a great percentage of them could be ameliorated if the woman just said, hey, yeah, sounds like me. I'm going to go get diagnosed with anxiety and get treated for it. And instead of continuing to say that I'm not anxious, I'm just stressed out, and the reason I'm stressed out is you. Or the reason I'm stressed out is because mothers have to be stressed out. Or uh, in this day and age, everybody's stressed out. None of these things are accurate. Like if you really, like Google, Google the, um, Um, symptoms of generalized anxiety disorder and you'll see you know and if you do 
you know, have them, then you can understand why maybe the marriage isn't going wonderfully. And do I say he's a perfect person? Certainly not. I'm sure we could diagnose him with something. <laughs> but uh, whether whether or not we can, you yourself, if you struggle with anxiety, ought to get um, the help that you need. And maybe thinking about it from a different perspective of what it's like to be with somebody with anxiety could be um, a little impetus to go deal with it. All right, so hopefully you got something out of this, and the next one will definitely be subscriber, and I'll talk to y'all soon.